doohickey, you know, the doohickey that rolls. Hi, this is Meatloaf. Okay, kids, you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's Outlaw Radio Time! I'm through with standing in line for some fun to begin, but I found a good thing, leaving me with a grin. It's time for Outlaw Radio to begin. You have the great Billy Gibbons here? Yeah. It's very cool. He's just passed out. He's dead. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hey, that didn't sound too bad. Huh? Hit the lightning bolt loud. And that's, ladies and gentlemen, Matt Allen. Pass me a gallon. Yeah? I swear, I don't think this camera's on. All right, I have a little anecdote that you won't hear anywhere else regarding this Toby Keith. Now, rest solo cup is the best receptacle for barbecues, tailgates, fairs, and festivals. And you, sir, do not have a pair of testicles if you prefer drinking from glass. guy was so good. Any rest solo cup is cheap and disposable. In 14 years, they are decomposable. And unlike my home, they are not foreclosable. Freddie Mac kiss my ass. Hit it now. Red solo cup. If you've never Proceed seen this, and you most likely have seen this, now I really love <laughs> how you're easy to stack, but I really hate how you're easy to crack. Yeah. So when beer runs down in front of my back, well, that, my friends, is quite yucky. But I have to admit that the ladies get smitten, admiring how sharply my first name is written on you with a sharpie when I get to hitting on them to help me get lucky. Come on now. Red Solo Cup. Everybody, I fill you up. I should have Let's one in my hand. Let's have a party. Bob Toby now. Red Solo Cup. Get it, Toby. I lift you up. Proceed to party. Proceed to party. Drink up, my friends. Now I've seen you in blue <laughs> and I've seen you in yellow, but only you, Red, will do for this fella. Because you are the abbot to my Costello. Beautiful. And you are the fruit to my loom. Lyrical genius. Red Solo Cup, you're more than just plastic. You're more than amazing. You're more than fantastic. And believe me that I'm not the least bit sarcastic when I look at you and say... They're all lying on the... Red Solo Cup. On the ground outside. You're not just a cup. They're looking up to the skies. You're my... You're my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for being my friend. Red Solo Cup. What a good man. Ah. I fill ah. you up. What a patron. Let's have yeah. a party. I'm getting, I'm getting tingles. Getting tingles. 
All the lions are leaving the den. The really good ones. I like the backup singers. This I, don't they come in right here? Hit me now. Oh, no. Yes! Oh, yes! Solo cup! Toby Keith is really gone, and to that I say, uh, WTF. Uh, what the hell happened? He was, uh, he was alive last Saturday when we were uh, on the air, and I'll tell you, there's a tidbit that uh, I hate to share with you, but because it's the truth, we certainly will here on Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio on YouTube, on Rumble, on Twitter, and the finest radio stations across America. How many times, I'll pose this question to uh, producer uh, Tattoo Dave, my brother Mark, uh, Ralph Odierna, Mark C.G. Boyer. How many times in the 20-some-odd years of this program, how many times have I referenced on this show a solo cup? Anyone. How many times? Okay, I'll answer that. One. One. Well, last week you said they were a piece of crap. Boom. One time, Ralph. It It was last Saturday on the show, two days before this legend passed away. The first time a solo cup ever referenced on this show. And the reason really was because of Ralph. He showed up early with Papadopoulos, and he sent in a red solo cup with this incredible 120 million proof bourbon got me drunk within four minutes. I mean, it was... Do do you know that I have only had two sips of booze since last Saturday? And that's that's the honest to God truth. We just paused So I killed Toby Keith? Yeah, yeah. so what I'm saying is... Stop it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, but it's, you know, it's weird how things work and that... In all the time on this show, and I've never played that song either. I've never played that song by Toby Keith. And we reference Red Solo Cup, and boom, this class act is really, truly gone. And it, man, it just hurts my heart. And speaking of class acts, a Florida bar is serving drinks in Red Solo Cups to honor uh, the great Toby Keith. Nice. It's uh, the Lake Harris Hideaway in honor of Toby they're only serving uh, red solo cups uh, for the rest of the week, and I love that. Why doesn't it say where the hill this is? Because uh, it sounds like my any any bar with hideaway in the title, I I want to be there. there. You, oh, or you've been there? Yeah, I've, or I've been there. Yeah, man, I love that. Uh, but uh, every bit of accolade that you may find should be festooned upon this great patriot, a true patriot. Yeah. And, of course, the leftists uh, celebrate the death of uh, Toby Keith by rehashing the Dixie Chicks feud. Remember that a few years ago? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, now, yeah. Now they're just the Chicks. That's yeah, what, now that's they're... Where, that's where we've... Yeah, right. Uh, because because uh, Dixie is, of course, uh, non de rigueur, and yeah. uh, certainly uh, it's uh, it's not politically correct. Lady Antebellum is lady. Now. Yeah, oh, yeah, she's, yeah, she's lady. Yeah. And, of course, the big old lefties who any, 
the the things that they touch, man, they ruin just by they don't even have to touch things. They can look at something and everything they look at ruined. They, they ruin <laughs> the life. You know who said my my father yes, pro- he pronounces the word ruin, ruin, and also <clears throat> Rick D's, you know, if you ever hear him say ruin, he won't say ruin. He'll say ruin. Also, uh, Stewie from Family Guy. Oh, is that right? Ru- no, ruin, and then Brian, the dog, says, if you say it like that again, <laughs> yeah. there might be a problem. Here. Yeah, that's a funny show, man. <laughs> ruin. Yeah, the old... Uh, I'm le- starting to think that dog's not real. Oh, really? Yeah. The old uh, left uh, <laughs> a-holes celebrating the death of uh, Toby Keith by resurrecting uh, this... Uh, Years ago feud. What was it? Like 10 years ago at least? Dixie Chicks uh, claiming that Keith's death at 62 from cancer somehow represents a victory for the all-girl band. Wow. Others on the left uh, defeated Toby Keith's passing by rehashing the singer's political feud with fellow singer Chris Christopherson. Uh, His (laughs) unapologetic... See, that's the thing about him. He was unapologetic. And I believe that thing I did with Dr. Dupinski a few years ago... On uh, one of the, uh, I think it was on a lefty uh, cable network. You know, I was the big righty, uh, the the big nasty righty guy. And I think it was Toby Keith, and we were talking about, you know, uh, uh, gay versus straight and so on and so on. And Toby Keith was featured in this. So our lives sort of come together. I liked him then. I defended him then. And I defend him now in his death. On that show, what pronoun did you use? <laughs> that was before the whole pronoun thing. Yeah. You know, that was at least eight years ago. Uh, in two thousand, so it, it was. It was. It was twenty-one years ago. The Dixie Chicks' Natalie Maine spoke out against courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue, describing the hit single as ignorant. All right. Don't get me started. I hate it. It's ignorant, and it makes country music sound ignorant, Maine said. Keith responded by displaying an image of Maine's buddying up with the rocks. Saddam Hussein at his concerts. Maine later attended uh, the ACM Awards wearing a shirt that read F-U-T-K, which means, of course, F-U Toby Keith. We're, wow. we're, so, we're so above board. We're so, yeah, the left. Uh, Keith haters on the left rejoices the news of his death using social media wow, to portray man. his uh, passing as a belated victory for the Dixie Chicks. Dixie Chicks uh, validated this morning. One commenter, yeah, one commenter. Dixie Chicks validated this morning. Man, these are sick bastards. How do they? How do they go from what the person being alive or dead have anything to do with oh, the feud? Well, let, let me try again. They're they're a holes. Uh, That's what they are. They're a-holes. Ignorant Yeah, yeah. And uh, in the end, the Dixie Chicks yep. uh, won another uh, road. Turn up my headphones just a little bit there, Dave. Um, do you ever, you know, speaking of death, and uh, boy, this is not a topic that we want to slay today or uh, take, nice a, pun. take a deep dive. <laughs> what? Yeah, right. Do you ever write portions of your eulogy in your head Tattoo Dave, yes or no? Never. Uh, my brother Mark? No. Oh. Mark C.G. Boyer? Uh, no. Ralph Odierna? I may have. <laughs> <laughs> because I do. I do. So so you do? I do. I do. <laughs> I, tr- I truly do. And I don't, you know, and I was going to say, I don't know if it's healthy. Uh, who cares? You know, it's healthy. It's not. I mean, it's it's something I do. Um, 
What, what did you say, tattoo? I heard you say something. Never. Oh, you? Uh, yeah, but you said that first. I'm reiterating. Okay. Can I say no again, too? <laughs> I guess. If I, we're, that's just what we're doing here. If it's Mark? the reiteration show. No. No? no? Okay. Mark? Okay, you, you sort of rethought this and no? <laughs> echo, echo, echo. Is there an echo I, in here? I, and I hear Lori Downey Jr. saying this about me. Oh, and, boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Earmuffs if you're under 13. Kids. Yeah. Earmuffs. Yeah. No, they, I swear, our, our former producer, Lori Downey Jr., I hear her saying this as a eulogy. And so maybe if I get it out there, then I'll be safe from death for at least another two days and and no eulogies in the next 10 years. Boy, that would be a fun thing. I, can, I swear I see her saying he was never the same after Milt died. Right? Wow. Can't you see Milt Larson, the yeah. proprietor the, of the creator of the Magic Castle in Hollywood, Cali? You I can there, think about I this can stuff? See, Mart, Mart, I'm a deep thinker, my friend. I guess so. I, I'm a man. thoughtful guy. Wow. And uh, I and, and I can see you're going on to say after that he went he went a little crazy. <laughs> I could I could see wow. that. I and by the way, there must be some truth of this. Otherwise, why would I be thinking about this? And and it is true that perhaps I will once you, you lose someone who has been in your life for 33 years and really close to you and your mentor in showbiz, yeah, I mean, it's it's a tough putt. Now, do do am I pissed about it? Yes. Uh, but do I think about it all the time? No, 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 I don't. I, I just, I know he's uh, enjoying uh, great bourbons uh, with a little orange peel and a little... Uh, and he's well, got a big orange head now. Well, <laughs> It's an old, it's an old fashioned. You know, I told him the the big orange head joke one one night. Uh, Mark C G Boyer and I were over there at his palatial joint next to the castle, and and so I said, "Now just hear me out on this. Listen to the joke and react." And then I told him the story, the big orange head, yeah. and it just did not resonate with him. Certain people, and, you can say, but it a yeah, but times. Milt, it should have because he is the shaggy dog story. Uh, King, and that's what that joke is called. It's a cerebral joke. It's on the a planet. shaggy dog yeah, joke. Yeah, hey, Matt, it's you English know what? humor. It's it's. Oh, oh yeah, tattoo day. You know what? I, there, for a good three weeks, you weren't yourself. Yeah. You and you know you bounced back, but there there was yeah. a, there was a time yeah. there where I mean I and I know how hard and how much he meant to you and how much it. Hit well, you, yeah, but, yeah, and he still. You definitely weren't yourself. You were in a funk. Well, you you can tell how much it meant to me when yeah. in my drunken stupor at the Magic Castle uh, oh, yeah. North there oh, in Santa Barbara when I went nuts on stage and, and pissed and pissed off Alan Parsons. I mean, yes, I I I was a little nuts, Loopy. but but I will tell you, Milt Larson, the proprietor of the Magic Castle, his lovely spousal equivalent, Arlene. You know, we've known each other since uh, what well, way before my honeymoon. That's how far we go back because I honeymooned at their joint on the ocean in Montecito. I remember that, yeah. And she's the one who built up this beautiful cottage right there on the water. I mean, the 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 ocean hit the the friggin' panes of the glass in front of you, and so you know you can tell that she didn't. And she's been through a lot. I mean, she's been through a lot, and she's and Arlene certainly has been through a lot of drunkenness. So she just simply came over, and what and what did she tell you, Mark? She said, uh, Mark, 
Matt's time for Matt to go. It's time for Matt to go, or it's time for Matt to leave. Instead of making a big ruckus, right. and so I, I heard those words from Arlene, and it's like, oh boy, I am out of, out of control. Well, she Ooh. still sent you a Christmas card, though. Yes, yeah, yes, so. yes, and I owe her flowers or something, because I, I need, I haven't had a conversation since, and I was going to do it right after. Did you ask Alan Parsons to do the show after that? <laughs> yeah. No, I'll, I'll tell you, um, no, we're getting ready to leave, Matt. Uh, we had to go to the bathroom. Right. I helped Alan over, and we're waiting. Right. I got him. Yeah, but th- this is before I went nuts. No, this is after. We're, we're you were we're getting. Oh, ready wait to go. a wait a second. So this is after I went nuts, and I and yes, yes, and, and I'm being escorted out. Yes, this and you and to- you, of course, of course, it's Mark C. G. Boyer. Who, if it's the wrong thing to do, Mark C. G. Boyer will do it. Yeah. And you do what now? Uh, I helped him to to get to the bathroom. But it was a line, so I got him a chair. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting there, and then he pauses for a moment and says, Mark, don't ask. The answer is no. He was referring to your request for an interview. He didn't say Mark. I'm going to tell you that right now. Yes, he, he said, hey. Well, the, the other part because is. Because he met me. I, I, this is a story that doesn't make sense to me because I, I, I would have had to ask him to be on the show at some point. You asked him during the day. Because he was sitting yeah, right I in remember front of this us. Before, we, 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 before my drunken stupor on stage. Before, that is correct. Before I took the stage and wouldn't l- give it Marty? back. Right. That's then, that's what happened. But it was it was much later in oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. when we went to the bathroom. Yeah. Oh, Mark. No, when you guys were talking about at, <laughs> right? the week after it happened, right? I remember this story. Mark said the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but 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 the story makes no sense <laughs> unless you know what precipitated right. his answer to Mark. It just right, Ralph. Yes, yeah. because that that left you cold. You're thinking, what what does that mean? So he was reading Mark's mind. Well, he's coming from Boyer, so I know, I know. You know it, it it doesn't have to make sense. No. But needless to say, the great Alan Parson, who, who was a kid. A, a, like a teenager engineer on some Beatles records in the studio with all four of them. He's a brilliant. Talent. Oh, this guy's yeah. legendary, and he hates me now. And there's, I don't think there's anything I can do about it. Now, if I lose sleep over things like that, those aren't things I lose sleep over. I just simply don't sleep. But it has nothing to do with Alan Parsons hating me. It's just one of the uh, the side benefits. I, I think he might have hated you before, but now he, has, <laughs> he may. He, he may now have. He can document it. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I don't think an Alan Parsons uh, would be uh, lean conservative uh, right off the bat. So politically. So if you die, does that validate him? Yeah, I guess it does. Yeah, yeah, it would validate. Yeah, yep. Uh huh. Validates the uh, Dixie Chicks and uh, <laughs> Alan little Parsons. little old Magic Mad and Alan Parsons here. Um, another question. Uh, because right. I, I'm full of questions today, um, and then we'll get into Biden-Harris, and, and not the the same old boring stuff, um, and we'll get into uh, speaking of loving this bar. I love this bar, and all these we years, yeah, you know, we've been we've been playing that song for years, yeah. and I had no idea that was Toby Keith. Oh, you're yeah. kidding? No, me. no, what an idiot! We yeah. are loser. Yeah. I. Uh, wow. Does anyone in this room, and, and I'm asking everyone except my brother Mark, T. Hold on, let me shut off his mic. Do you ever do you ever buy cheap peas in a can? No. And it, what? No. No. Well, yeah, but if you see them on sale and they're they're sixty nine cents as opposed to ninety nine cents, and oh. you and you like peas, would you not? Yeah, I would. I usually well, I buy frozen peas. So. Okay, but would you buy them if it were some odd l- label that looks like it could have come from the Yucatan? 
or somewhere in the Middle East. It's got botulism. No, I, I'm, a, I'm a, like a labels guy. I'm a little bit you sloppy are? like You that. are? I'm not. I am, too. I am. I am. I'm not a labels guy. Well, it's a Jewish dilemma for me, Matt. I don't like peace, but it's on sale. Yeah, so, so that's why Matt left me out of this because he knows I don't like peace. Yeah, my, my so brother I, doesn't like peace. Yeah. I love peace. I love green peas. So a few weeks ago, I found 69 cent peas, or were they 49 cents? Sort of an odd label, and I'm thinking they're peas. Yeah, so if you pay 99 cents, you're just paying double for the same damn item, and and that goes with most things that you purchase. However, when I went when I went to make these peas, no matter how long you left them in the pan with a little sugar, a little yeah. salt and pepper, wouldn't get soft. No, they would not get soft. Right. No, they st- they stayed hard the entire So I left them on there simmering for an hour. Uh-uh. They stayed hard. Yeah, so does exactly. anyone know the secret of Middle Eastern peas that that don't soften up? Because what and I, and because I spent the forty nine cents or sixty nine cents, I felt obligated to eat them. And I, oh. and I you know, yeah, instead of simply throwing the damn things it's out, like that crappy corned beef hash you got a few months ago. <laughs> he insisted on eating it because he got it. It was the worst corned beef hash you've ever had. Oh, I'll life. tell you what though. That thank you for that uh, Newski's hash. Uh, that well, that's so, new. Well, you're no, ta- no, I just, yeah, you but you're ta- you're talking about uh, you're talking about uh, 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 our well. For, first of all, yeah, our Wisconsin friends who are huge fans of my father, the one-man band performing in the Pacific Northwest, Betty and Frenchie. Yes. Uh, A.K.A. Beth and Tony. They sent us more goodies. From Wausau sent us gorgeous goodies. And, I, you know, and it... Boy, what a a spoiled brat I am. So, sitting outside the door, little delivery, I noticed this small box. <laughs> well, that's and, what I thought when I saw it on the counter. And I picked it up, yeah. and it, it had some heft to it. Right. It had a little weight, but I'm thinking, come on, uh, man. Yeah. You're the bar. You're lowering <laughs> yeah. the no, no, no. <laughs> this is the, the you, you need to be going for the championship, the crown on this. But, all of our friends in Wausau and all of Wisconsin that send us these fine comestibles, these, these gorgeous meat products and cheese products, you're really, it's all about outdoing the last shipment. Surprisingly, though... Uh, g- give me another minute here. You, you went in too early last week. Let's not do it this Surprisingly, time. Surprisingly, yeah. though, it's the yeah, time. G- there was a. That Why box, is he talking? Well, yeah, go ahead. That box was stuffed. I mean, stuffed to the brim. It was cheeses. It had it and, had more meat and cheese than a lot of the yeah. big boxes mm-hmm. that come in. They're proving they can get all that in the small box. Yeah. And, so, <laughs> but they said it because it's been raining here, and it, obviously they didn't know an earthquake was coming. But it's like you know, we know that you're having a tough time. And I sent them a little text saying, you are two godsend people, Yeah. but stop informing Tattoo Dave, our producer, oh, you that, I didn't these, tell Dave. that these shipments are coming in. Now, she so, did tell me. She so, sent me a message. She did. Now let's go to break. But she did. That so, cheese, the jalapeno cheese? Oh, it's the best. Son of a gun. So, ta- so Tattoo Dave, oh, do, do you eat bagels, Ralph? Of course. I'm with, from New York City. With cream cheese? I got some cream cheese for you yeah. from Wisconsin. Oh, all right. Good. All right. We'll be this after back. A lot to get to next on Magic Matt's Outlaw. Radio. I was walking down the street when out the corner of my eye I saw a pretty little thing approaching me. She said, I never seen a man who looks so all alone. Could you use a little company? If you pay the right price, your evening will be nice and you can go and send me on my way. I said, You're such a sweet young thing. Why you do this to yourself? She looked at me and this is what she said. 
drinking, smoking, interrupting. Outlaw Radio.